That's the president of the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans. Dennis Losh is our guest today. Uh, good to have you back, sir. It's been a little while, um, and your last visit garnered a lot of attention here on the Black and Blue Report. So I, I'm, I'm, I have high anticipation of our visit today. Good to see you, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. Welcome uh, back from your winter wonderland. Thank you. The Polar Express tour was uh, rather interesting. I think that we went from Indianapolis to Miami and gained literally 75 degrees on the thermometer Unbelievable. in one flight. Yes. Yeah. Um, I know it's been cold here, too. It'll be chilly in Seattle this weekend. Uh, are you prepared? How did you dress in Philadelphia, by the way? Well, uh, very, very, very much layered, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, you know, my wife always, as you can tell, I have a bit of a cold right now. My wife always complains to me I don't dress warmly enough. I was dressed warmly enough in Philadelphia, I promise you. I, you know, two pairs of socks and thermal underwear and gloves and you name it. I had it all on, and uh, we were ready. This team was ready to play, obviously, and we were ready for the cold weather. So it was a great experience. Seattle this weekend, probably more chilly, probably more wet. Um, so the layering and rain gear this weekend? Yes, Gore-Tex and uh, umbrellas, and uh, we'll be ready. Um it's uh, it certainly is an unbelievable challenge once again on the road, but uh, everyone's real excited about it. Does it ever get old? I mean, you've been through this now several times. Does does this time of year, even with the weather and everything else, does it ever get old? Absolutely not. I mean, it's all about winning. It's all about um, you know, professionally, we're judged on how well a team does, and uh, when you're in the playoffs and when you're doing well, um, it's a it, professionally, it's very rewarding. And then take that aside and just from a fan's perspective, because at the end of the day, I'm a gigantic New Orleans Saints fan, being a local, and just, you know, feeling all the enthusiasm and spirit and fire in our community when we win. Um, there's nothing more enjoying from my perspective than having a small part and delivering that to the, the folks of uh, New Orleans. You, New Orleans, um, Mr. Benson, have invested a lot in head coach Sean Payton. And I remember last summer – kind of the buzz or the energy in the fan base with his return. Uh, it certainly has carried through the season. In, in your eyes, or can you help us perhaps explain the impact of just his presence alone since his return last sure, summer? Sure, sure. As I recall, and, and we can go back and check the tapes, but I want to say last time I was on with you, you asked me what was the biggest free agent pickup in my mind, and I thought I'd mentioned that maybe Sean Payton being uh, – back in the building was the the most important thing that happened for the team. And, and you know, as I sit here today, you know, obviously I'd say the same thing. Uh, you know, Sean has a, a, a certain swagger and confidence. He's very uh, solution-based. Um, you know, there's every time a challenge is presented, he welcomes that challenge. He wants to take that challenge on. He comes at that challenge from a different perspective. You know, he offers solutions, like I said, offers answers always has a plan on how we're going to attack whatever the uh, the issue or the game or whatever it is. And it's just so exciting to be around. And uh, I truly believe he, he lifts everyone in the organization's spirits just by his very presence in the building. And, uh, you know, Mickey did a tremendous job of finding Sean by bringing him here, by re-signing him and keeping him here committed to the long term. And, you know, we're, we're just blessed to have him in the building, to be honest with you. He's very creative. Very. Um, I do have to ask you this question, though. When yep. you looked out your office window and saw a Seattle Seahawks logo being painted on your practice fields out there, yep. uh, what was your reaction? I was excited. And to be perfectly honest with you, uh, I had thought about doing it, to be quite honest with you. And I told someone in the organization, I said, you know, we ought to consider putting uh, 
that logos up and and really you know getting the feel for uh seattle and i was very excited to see that sean was on the same wavelength because uh as soon as that person left my office, uh, Terry Ashburn, who is responsible for the fields, came into my office and said, you're not going to believe this. I need to go out and buy, you know, Seahawk uh, paint. We had considered doing it uh, last week for the Eagles, but uh, believe it or not, it's uh, you have to order the stencils and it takes a little while to get the stencil. So we actually had to order this uh, stencil prior to uh, the win and uh so it's it's something we've been thinking about for a wow, while. Wow. Okay. Interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, I found it interesting, Dennis. Uh, before the wild card weekend, we saw several of the the league's teams uh, struggle to fill their building for their upcoming playoff game. Uh, some of it, I've, I know and understand, it was weather related and how miserable it was going to be in some of the northern cities. But I did find it intriguing. Um, you haven't had that problem here. No. I think that says a lot about your fan base. Absolutely. And and if we had played the games here in New Orleans, the tickets had already been sold out or accounted for. So we were not going to have that issue this year. You know, it's a challenge to sell the buildings. Um, you know, typically uh, playoff pricing is obviously more expensive and, you know, price is a factor. Uh, the league sets the prices or sets, sets, tells the team what the gate uh, recommends what the gate should be and, and you know, the teams are responsible for generating the revenue for that gate. And uh, usually that means having to raise prices. And, you know, it's, that can be difficult. But uh, having said that, you know, I can't say enough about our fans. I mean, you know, our fan base, passionate fan base, they're there. I mean, really, you know, can, been sold out, you know, since, you know, on a season ticket basis since we returned uh, in 2006. And so, I mean, they're – it's just so exciting to see, you know, that, that fan base and what they can deliver and what they bring to the team. I mean, you know, undefeated this year in the Superdome. Uh, we were undefeated uh, when Sean uh, was here uh, two years ago as well. So he's running a tremendous home field advantage streak here. And, um, and our fans bring so much. So, again, passionate fan base. We love them. And that's why it's so important, I think, when we win in the playoffs just to uh, get them excited. I know you'd love to play a playoff game in front of these fans. Absolutely. Um, even, though a, even though a home game was not obtained in the playoffs, mm -hmm. what kind of an impact does still playing here in January have on the, on the brand yeah. and, and even for your corporate partners? Sure, sure. Um, well, first of all, let me, let me start off with the first part of that. Um, you said about, talked about um, not having a game in the playoffs. Um, that was a disappointment, I got, I got to tell you, because uh, one thing, last time I was here, you and I talked a little bit about what we were going to try to do with regards to the season, how we're trying to change up some of the things we're doing from an entertainment and a music standpoint. We really uh, worked on that this, this year, and uh, every year we were getting better and better and better. And, uh, and uh, By the last game, uh, we were doing some things, I can promise you, that we had never did before as an organization with regards to uh, well, various things with regards to how we came in and out of commercials, how we had fan participation, how we got the building as loud as we can get it. And, and we still had a long way to go. And we were really looking forward to the playoffs because we have about five more sheets of things that we thought we could improve on. And so it was a bit of a disappointment from, from that standpoint of not being able to uh, continue, but we'll save them all for next year. And I think our fans will see some neat things next year, but you know, from a brand perspective, who we are, how we deliver, um, I, I, you know, I, I think it is a further, when you're in the playoffs and you're winning the playoffs, I think it's a further showing, if you will, from 
the organization ownership that we're committed here. We're committed to winning. We're committed to doing things the right way. We're committed to investing in our players and our team and our people. And, um, you know, we have harmony throughout the organization, which is big. It's We always preach one organization. Everyone has uh, a role to play, and everyone's important uh, in the organization. So, you know, again, this is a you know, affirmation, if you will, of, uh, of what we preach day to day. And so, um, you know, that resonates throughout our brand and then on to, um, you know, a lot of sponsors who want to be associated with that. Dennis Losh, your president of the Saints and the Pelicans, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report this Wednesday. Dennis, let me ask you about a little league business here. Before we go to the NBA, let's uh, let's finish sure. up on the NFL. Uh, there's a loud rumble now. I wouldn't say it's talk yet, but there's a loud rumble seemingly about expanding the playoff picture. Maybe we're getting away from expanding the regular season schedule, and the focus is here now. Are you in favor of even adding just one wild card team to both both sides brackets? Well, I think I think we're in favor certainly of exploring to see um, what that means and the implications. Um, of adding a game um, I know I don't want to speak for Mickey but Mickey and I have had this discussion a number of times and we certainly can see the pros to adding um, a playoff game obviously I understand the other side of the argument about maintaining the meaningfulness of the of the regular season um, but I think it's something as a league we have to continue to look at um, again I, I'm I'm interested and anxious to uh be at our next uh, meeting to see where this all works out and, and hear both sides. Um, I think we, Mickey has some positions on it that, you know, certainly uh, that, um, you know, could be seen as an argument to expand. But, uh, again, it's we'll have to wait and see what happens. Last time you were here, um, we talked about scoreboards. Yep. Um, to some that may seem like a trivial conversation, I think to our fans it's fairly important, at least from the people I'm talking to. Yeah. On the streets. Any update on your on your big announcement last time you were here? We're just continuing to work on it. I mean, I, I, w- I wish I had more to offer on that. Um, we continue to explore what are the various options um, with regards to what type of boards um, are potentially um, going to go into the Superdome. We, we do know this. We do know if we're going to be competitive for uh, the 2018 Super Bowl, we're going to have to have um, updated electronics or uh, video boards in there. So... Um, we're pushing to get that done, obviously, before 2018. Um, I think it's important over the next couple months to see where we're going. Um, we continue to do a um, us as well as um, SMG, LSAD, continue to do a, um, a study of what needs to be um, updated in the building just in the normal R&R uh, upkeep of the building. And so we're going through that whole process now. So um, hopefully we'll have more in my next time I have a chance to talk to you. Fair enough. Before we get to the NBA and the uh, uh, Pelican side of things, anything that I'm not, I, I don't want to leave anything on the uh, on the table here, NFL wise, that you want to bring up. You know, I, you know, you bring up. I'm I'm glad you said that. There is one thing that came up, um, um, particularly for the folks who are in the region who who um, who pay attention to what's going on with the Saints. And we have such a large regional follow, following. Um, since the last time we talked, um, you may, folks may have read um, about the relationship that we have with WVUE. And Raycom, WVU being the Fox affiliate here, Ms. Benson owns it, and, and Raycom. And um, one of the reasons why we formed that relationship was because of the great um, um, number of stations throughout the region that Ray, Raycom owns. And we were trying to spread both the Saints and the Pelicans' um, content throughout throughout our region. And we're going to see that really the first weekend you're going to see the first um example of that and we're probably a little excited about it and that is basically in baton rouge and hattiesburg and biloxi 
and I might be leaving out a, a city or two, but um, if you have a Raycom television station in your market and you want to pay attention to this, uh, they're going to broadcast the Saints two-hour tailgate show in a Thursday night uh, special. Um, you It will be uh, basically what is being shown in New Orleans will be aired as well in all these regional cities. And that, that was a big reason why we did the relationship with them was to be able to use those stations in the outlying areas to promote the Saints and the Pelicans and because our fans were – we're hammering for more content uh, coming out of uh, out of uh, New Orleans uh, with regards for the Saints and the Pelicans, and so we're going to be able to deliver it to them out there. So mm, almost like almost so your own uh, network yeah, coverage yeah, here a little exactly bit. Exactly right. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, very yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's flip over to the Pelicans yeah. side real quick. It, it it's been an interesting season to say the least. Um, the road trip itself has been well chronicled as far as how wild that was, the injury to Ryan Anderson and everything else. Yeah. Um, it's been one of those deals where. Because the team's right around 500, you get a couple wins, you get a couple losses. Um, even with the injuries and everything else, are you encouraged by what you've seen through, I guess, what is now basically a third of the season? Oh, absolutely. Um, like you said, we're we're right up here, sticking around 500. Um, really excited about the team, and, and I think you'd feel the same way. What we're seeing right in front of us, we're seeing the growth of a young team. We're seeing teams that are yeah, a team that's you know really competing uh, uh, every night. Um, what we're seeing with Anthony Davis and his maturity um, is exciting. What we're seeing with some of the new players we brought in, um, um, Drew Holiday, Tariq, uh, um, Evans, uh, it just goes on and on. I mean, it's just it's really exciting, and um, I'm you know I'm excited. The development of Anthony Davis, yes. striking, yes, wouldn't you say? Every night he does something. I'm just blown away with. Uh, last night, in fact, that. Uh, rebound that he had was uh, truly remarkable uh at slam um so yes every night he's doing something you know an, an interesting thing with him is is obviously the last couple of weeks have really been on the road with the saints and doing a lot of stuff outside of new orleans getting across the country and i mean every single time i talk to someone about new orleans they bring up the pelicans and they bring up anthony davis and they all say this guy's unbelievable. I mean, it's we're watching him mature just as you are in the, in the market, and that's that's the way people are feeling nationally, and, and I'm pretty excited about that. Dennis, let me ask you this. On the football side, you all have helped bring Drew Brees to kind of megastardom in the NFL. Does that experience, or having that superstar on the NFL side, does that give you a lift or, um, I wouldn't say a head start, but – some knowledge or some way of doing things with a with a young maybe next superstar in Anthony Davis. Can you draw any parallels? Yes. I, well, it's interesting um, that you bring that up. Um, then what's being talked about and banded around right now uh, with regards to our next marketing campaign is ba- is basically king on on a number of players in our team and getting to know them better, um, understanding uh, what it's like to be in their shoes when they're taking uh, key shots in the game. Uh, what it's like to be in their shoes when they're going through the community. And so we think uh, our our fans want to hear that, a very unique perspective. And um, and and I think you're going to start to see the building of exactly what you're, what you're talking about at a local level, regional, and then it will be a national uh, expansion as well. All right, it's been so long since we've been home. Um, yeah. But when we were last home, a thrilling win against the Portland Trailblazers, big time. Um when you think back to the bold moves that were made in the summer with regard to Drew Holiday, which was a unique situation, Tyreek Evans was a large investment. When when you were making those moves, did you is is the game against Portland kind of what you all had in mind? Yes, yes. I mean it was 
you know, at the end of the day, and, and this is really a better question for Mickey and, and for Dell and for Monty, but at the end of the day, what we wanted to see was an ability to be competitive in every game that we participated in. And I think if you looked at last year versus this year, there were, you know, when we got to the upper echelon talent, we were having some struggles last year. Now we're competing in those games um, and we're winning uh, some of those games. And uh, I mean, that game was remarkable. I mean, I, we had a, a, a pretty packed house. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game was sold out. And, uh, I mean, if you were there, the energy in that building was really, really neat. And uh, when he made that shot at the end, I mean, the place just exploded. And, and that's, that's Pelican basketball. That's what we want. We want that feeling uh, every night. You mentioned the environment and the way the crowd kind of really ramped up to the end there. Um, we're going to actually have some home games, believe it or not, yes. coming up. So yes. uh, we get more in January, which is great. And then that runs us up toward the, the all-star break. Right. As far as, and I, and I hate using the word firing up the fan base, but in some ways that's what I'm getting at. How important do these, these home games coming up and the, the ramp up to all-star play into this, I guess, push for the Pelicans? No, it, it, it's, it's a very big push. I, I, think, uh, I think you're spot on because, you know, going back to a question you asked earlier about how do I feel with regards to where do we stand right now in the season, I think if you go back and look at our schedule, We've had a very difficult schedule on the road here, and we're basically at 500 or right around 500. I mean, if we could stay that way as we progress into February, March, March is a very uh, home-packed uh, schedule uh, time. So if we can get to that point um, and we play well at home, uh, you know, we're going to make it. Uh, we can have a real shot to making it to the playoffs, and that's that's obviously what we're trying to do. Um, so that uh, having an All-Star game here is obviously great for our team, great for our fans probably more importantly great for our city another opportunity to showcase the city um i just left a, a meeting right before i came here on 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 uh all-star and there's just so many big things that are happening in and around that game uh where fans can get involved where like i said earlier you're gonna be able to showcase the city uh to, to media from all over the world um so we're excited about that all right business uh, side of things yep the arena yep um, we've talked about the renovations and how the buildings really come along. Right. Um, is there a chance the name changes at some point here? Yes. Yes. I would, I would say, look, I, I, this isn't a, a, uh, new video board, um, announcement. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of asking for a big one here. Yeah. But I would say this and, um, gotta be careful how I say this, but if, if I was a, a betting person, which I'm not, but maybe I should say it this way. If you want to look really smart and, and, and for our loyal listeners who are listening, they'll get a nugget of information that others won't have. So maybe you can make some money off of this or at least get your neighbor <laughs> to cut your grass or clean your car. But I would say before the uh, All-Star Game, we'll have an announcement to make with regards to a new naming rights partner uh, for the arena. Wow, so, that's close. Yep, we're right around the corner. So uh, I, I guess I should probably wait until it happens. Yes. But – just like with the changing of the team name, this is no small thing. No, no. I mean, for you know, this team's been trying to get a, a naming rights partner for almost a decade now. So that's a big deal. All right. Anything else on the table? I, I, I asked you that on the NFL side. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't on the NBA side. No, I, I think on the NBA side, you know, one of the neat things that I think we're doing on the NBA side, um, and, and this isn't lip service. This is really appreciation for the fans, and that is uh, we just recently – uh, received back the results from the first quarter. We do a lot of um, a lot of polling of fans during the course of the years. A lot of surveys with fans, and 
and we had um, all the results and you know we're very happy with the results there obviously always pros and, and cons or negative comments and positive comments on the on the negative comments I'm real happy to say that you know we as an organization sit down entirely all the vice presidents sit down and and go over every single negative comment and we and we call our fans who made those negative comments to say hey look these are these are things you brought up a good a good a good point here this is what we're going to do to fix it or, or whatever the it may be so um all of those comments i sincerely appreciate those uh, there were some really good comments out there uh we're following up on all of them and uh someone should be contacting you if they haven't already to talk to you about that but uh whether it's more tables more lighting you know parking situations traffic whatever it was they really had some great comments and we are, we really appreciate that and like i said we should be getting back to everybody good to see growth isn't it yeah yeah, yeah exciting Dennis Lawshaw, the president of the New Orleans Saints and the New Orleans Pelicans, our guest here on the Black and Blue Report. Um, I'm hoping that uh, you're very busy with football for another yes, couple of weeks. No question. Yes, and then, but before All Star comes around, um, I'm hoping you'll come back. Sure. Um, and kind of update us on some of the things that we've talked sure, about. Today. Sure. And, and and as we progress, if uh, in the NFL playoffs, if if you want to have me back to maybe answer questions or anything else with regards to some of the mechanics, um, there's nothing like. Um, getting prepared for a Super Bowl, and then playing in the Super Bowl. And I'd love to share some of those experiences if, you're, if well, you care. This yeah. building under you is energized, and I know that carries over to our fan base as well. So, Thank you. Good stuff. All right, we've got a lot more to go here on this uh, Wednesday edition. Don't forget, Pelicans at home tonight. This is a nice uh, time here to see the Pels as they'll be home tonight and Friday before a quick road game Saturday. And then, as Dennis mentioned, we've got uh, more home games coming up. And if you haven't been out to the arena yet, I think you need to – Give it a try. It's a little different than the last time perhaps you were there. And uh, one thing I've noticed here lately, and Dennis, I know you can speak to this, I've noticed a lot more opportunities and spots in the building where folks can entertain. Sure. Whether it be family and friends or clients too. Um, it used to be kind of hard to find a spot that left an impression. I don't think that's the case anymore. I think that now um, you can you can wow your guest a little bit in our building. No question. Yeah. At, every, at every level. Yes. From the balcony on down, oh, no. which is new. That's so. fantastic.